0: Hi, welcome to the whole Art Podcast Show. Today I am reading Chapter 1 of Guiding Cathy, A True Story by Kathleen Wordstein Chapter 1 I am not alone The experiences I encountered from spiritual sources affected my life forever. I was born into a small family that consisted of my mother, Barbara my dad, called her Bobby a housewife, my father Jack, a plumber, and my sister Andrea, Andy for short, who's five years older than I am. The first place that my family lived and where I was born was a small one-story house in Los Angeles, California. When I was two years old, my family moved into a second-floor duplex apartment across town from where the house was. I remember one particular day back then, how my mother struggled to get me to take an afternoon nap. Of course she prevailed in the matter. And now I know it sounds unbelievable that someone could remember so far back. But memory remember that day, just prior to my third birthday. Because of the inexplicable phenomenon that occurred stuck in my mind since. While I was lying on my bed and staring at the ceiling, it opened up. I saw a blue sky with some white fluffy clouds in it. Shortly after a man's bare arm, with hand his hands cupped, came down from the sky, halfway reaching down from the ceiling to the centre of my bed. A man's arm and hand just as slowly as his reach down towards me was retracted, and seen and closed up to look normal once again, although I did not understand why any of this happened. I didn't feel scared, I felt at peace. On the day of my third birthday, yet another memorable day for me, with my being as, as, at such a young age, my mother had a party for me. Strangely, however, amongst all the people that attended, the only children there were Andy and me. I previously made friends with a few children in the neighbourhood. I couldn't understand why none of them showed from my party. I thought that perhaps I could find at least one of my friends playing outside. Knowing that my mother wouldn't allow me to leave my party, I therefore decided to conduct my search for the balcony. Once there, I realised I was too short to see over any of the balcony's solid walls, so I, I moved a chair that was already out there up against one of the balcony's walls and climbed my way up onto it, then onto the balcony, balcony's ledge. I looked at the grass covered ground below, I searched for any one of my friends. None could be found. I then thought I would have had better luck in my search if I were on the ground. Well, I was figuring out how I could make that happen from the balcony, an adult female voice spoke to me in my head. What are you looking for? My friends, I responded. Your friends are not there. They're all the way, the voice said. While I stood in silence waiting, To hear more from the voice, Andy saw me standing outside on the balcony's ledge. She rushed away to me, took me off the balcony, then brought me back inside our apartment amongst the partygoers. Besides Andy and I, no one else, including my mother, noticed what happened. One thing I immediately realised, though, was whilst I stood on the ledge by myself, I was not alone. Although my paranormal-type experiences continued, some on too minor to mention, I will continue to only state the remarkable ones. Another paranormal type I experience happened when I was age ten. Back then, my father would take us for a drive every Sunday in his new red and white full-size luxury car. One Sunday, just before we left for a drive in Mexico, my father took his newly prescribed stomach medication for the pains he was having. After about 40 minutes of driving south on the freeway, my father drastically increased his speed. A voice came into my head and said, Get on the floor, protect yourself. I turned to Andy, who was sitting next to me in the back seat. I relayed a message I had been given. We both got on the floor. Moments later, my father caused an accident. By crashing our vehicle into another, located one lane over from us. The impact of the accident caused our bodies to jolt. Major, major damage was done to our car from the accident, as traffic was light, and all the other drivers kept away from the accident while they, drove, while they drove by. We got out of our cars and walked briskly to the side of the freeway. The driver, the only occupant of the other vehicle, a station wagon, was a middle-aged, balding and grey-haired male. My father, with help from the other driver, Pushed his vehicle to be in the same area that I and my family were standing in. My father explained to the man about the medication he'd taken just before he left. The driver was totally understanding of the situation. As the man's car hadn't sustained any damage and was still drivable, he insisted that he'd take us all, all of us, to the hospital. In his vehicle to make sure that we were all right all okay except for my mother experiencing pain in her neck, whiplash from the accident. My guide knew what was to come and told me exactly what to do to to safely survive the situation. I felt protected.